And welcome into a new episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Thanks for joining us here today. Well, Xochitl Torres Small got sworn in as the new Deputy Secretary of the U.S. Department of Agriculture. During a Monday press conference, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said Torres Small had strong bipartisan support for taking the role. Steny Hoyer called me twice. He apparently didn't think it got through the first time. Extraordinarily high praise. With all due respect, she met and exceeded every expectation. She's so good at that, that when her nomination went through the process, she not only had Democrats advocating for her, she also had high-ranking Republicans. Senator Bozeman was literally working on the floor the day of her nomination and vote in the Senate to secure adequate votes to make sure she got through the process. Torres Small was USDA's Undersecretary for Rural Development before moving into the new role. She's excited to step into the role because it's a chance to affect so many lives in a positive way. That's why I'm so excited to get to do this job. That's what will get me up each morning because our missions are critical. The work we do in operations now will have an impact on the people we serve and their stories for generations to come. So thank you again. I'm thrilled to get to work on behalf of the people of the People's Department. Again, that's Xochitl Torres Small, the new USDA Deputy Secretary of Agriculture. Well, Canada's West Coast shipping ports are getting back to business following a 13-day shutdown due to a strike by the International Longshore and Warehouse Union. The strike may be over, but undoing the damage within the supply chain may take weeks to complete. Trevor Heaver is with the University of British Columbia's Souter School of Business. The uh, Port of Vancouver is what I call Canada's 800-pound gorilla in terms of ports. It handles about 43% of the total port volume in Canada. Rob McKay is Vice President of Labor Relations for the British Columbia Maritime Employers Association. Before the strike concluded, he noted that truck and railway containers were stacking up along the docks. That's a big pile of exports that are coming in by rail that aren't able to get out into containers and be returned to the port. And then over here on my right, we've got some import goods that are left from the shipments that have just finished coming in. For every day, the port operations are down. It takes us about a week to recover afterwards. The union sought an 11% wage increase in the first year of a new contract and 6% in the second year, along with assurances that automation will not replace unionized jobs. Also, they demanded a $6,000 signing bonus as an inflation adjustment allowance. Following intervention by federal mediators, the two sides agreed to a four-year deal. However, terms were not disclosed. Well, from groceries to healthcare to eating takeout, the cost of everything is on the rise. How do you keep your budget in check and safe for the future? AARP Oklahoma State Director Sean Voskul says AARP has tips to help rural Americans cut costs and stash savings during this time. Unfortunately, inflation is still out there. Food costs are still rising. Service providers are charging more for their labor. And surging travel has the industry raising prices to meet demand and recoup dollars lost during the pandemic. Thankfully, AARP can help you find ways to cut costs and save you money. AARP recently published its annual 99 Ways to Save on the AARP website. From tips to finding cheaper groceries, travel, to appliances in the scratch and dent section, there are many ways to cut costs. Some of my personal favorites would be to update your cash back credit card. It's not uncommon to get 3% back on some categories. And consider going to driving classes like AARP's Driver Safety Program where you can land discounts on vehicle insurance. Or get a home energy audit to find out where you can better insulate your home, leading to energy savings. Find these tips at more at aarp.org. 
And separately, AARP has endorsed the AM for Every Vehicle Act. AARP understands the importance of AM radio in vehicles for our members, but especially for rural America and farmers and ranchers. Adults age 50 and above represent the largest share of AM radio listeners, but they also represent those most at risk from disaster events. AM radio is a critical element of the emergency response system and for general news and information for their local communities. You can learn more Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Central Time on RFD TV or online at aarp.org forward slash aarp live. Well, in other news of agriculture here today, the U.S. economy continues to defy gravity and remains strong despite lingering inflationary pressures, higher borrowing costs, and a barrage of other headwinds. However, looming risks to the economy are increasing in number and size. CoBank's Knowledge Exchange says the full impact of monetary policy actions, raising interest rates, quantitative easing, and contracting the money supply have yet to be felt. Those policy actions combined with depleted consumer savings, tighter commercial bank lending standards, and the persistently inverted yield curve are likely to result in a mild recession by the fourth quarter of 2023. Ag retailers faced a more challenging environment in the second quarter as fertilizer prices continued to fall, despite an overall slowdown in inflation. Ag retailers continue to face rising costs, especially for property insurance. While food manufacturers generally indicate they are back to business as usual in the post-pandemic era, many consumers continue to harbor a crisis management mentality regarding food costs. While lawmakers recently introduced the Women in Agriculture Act, the legislation would establish a research priority for agriculture machinery and equipment designed to be used by women and create a funding set aside for childcare facilities in rural America. The bill also creates a women farmers and ranchers liaison position at the Department of Agriculture. Although the number of women in the agriculture industry is growing, the majority of tools are designed and manufactured for the height, strength, and body type of a man. Representative Shelley Pingree, a Democrat from Maine, led the introduction of the bill. She says, quote, the Women in Agriculture Act provides resources specifically for women farmers and ranchers to level the playing field and work towards a fairer agriculture industry, end quote. Now, in 2019, women accounted for 26% of the farm labor workforce, a 19% increase since 2009. However, farms operated by women earn 40% less income compared to male-dominated farms. Well, Russia's halting of the Black Sea grain deal once again threatens global food and fertilizer prices as the war in Ukraine grinds on. The initiative has been a global food and fertilizer lifeline for nearly a year, but Russia says not yet to extending it again after a previous extension ran out here uh, just in the last week. Now, USDA Chief Economist Seth Meyer told this year's Ag Outlook Forum ending the deal would be a blow to Ukraine and the world. My concern would be if the Black Sea grain initiative does not continue, they will have to rationalize production further down. The Black Sea Grain Initiative is serving a very important purpose to get that product out and moderate global uh, grain prices. Key for developing countries in Africa and the Middle East where food costs first soared when war broke out. The U.N. reports more than 32 million tons of food commodities have since gone from three Ukrainian Black Sea ports to 45 countries, moderating record food prices before the initiative. Here's Meyer again. Before the initiative, very little grain moving, some of it moving overland at a very high cost, and then it's switching to the Black Sea Grain Initiative. The Black Sea Grain Initiative has been really critical for those folks to in Ukraine to achieve grain exports. Now, the State Department said back in March, world wheat and fertilizer prices spiked nearly 30% in the immediate aftermath of Russia's full-scale invasion. 
That's going to do it for American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.